Hello and welcome back to Growing Up with Erin, the podcast that is ending all podcasts. That's a lie. But still, this is my podcast and thank you for listening. This episode is all about Hocus Pocus, the movie from 1993 with Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimy, and more. Made from Disney, one of the most popular Halloween movies in the past 30 years. And, I mean, what can you say? Well, I mean, I don't even know. This movie has pretty much defined everything I know about Halloween now. So, yeah, of course it had to be the first movie that I talked about for Halloween. Also, it was the first choice because of the sequel being out this year, finally. So, this episode was all about me and Lisa talking about our thoughts on the movie because it's been around most of our lives, minus 10 years. So, stick around and enjoy a little Hocus Pocus. On this computer oh what's that oh it's a spell book yeah i picked it up today is it like a journal or is it like no it's just actually it's, actually, it's officially licensed hocus pocus like book of spells like oh fun can we do that, some oh, <laughs> um <laughs> i mean uh <laughs> There's some I want I'm gonna have next time we're able to be around each other in person, I've gotta bring this to you. Yes, it's like the um the recipe book from Harry Potter. Yeah. But there's recipes in this, but I don't recommend us making them. Well, why not? Because uh, it's like pestilence pie. Yum! <laughs> Who doesn't love a little pestilence pie? Dude, for real. Um, anyway, oh my god, Lisa, how are you doing, girl? I'm good. I'm so excited about this episode. Oh my god, I'm so excited that this episode is going to be like the epic beginning of an epic month of epic episodes. Welcome to Spooky Season. It's going to be epic. If you didn't think that by how many times I've said that. <laughs> right. Uh, it's spooky season, officially. It's the middle of September. For me, spooky season starts in um, every day. But it gets real intense in the Ugh. months of September, October, and into November. Possibly even into the end of August. I know I did that backwards, but... <laughs> well... Uh, one thing I know that I always like about like the Halloween season, the fall season, really both coincide yes. with quite, quite like, very nicely. Um, and I've always really enjoyed like the Halloween-esque stuff, like the ghosts and goblins of the fun proportions, you know. But of course, we always love the good old scary movie, you know, with like Michael Myers, which I think we've got a final movie coming out soon. Another one. Yeah, the final one, Halloween ends or Halloween dies or something. Yeah, final. 
Oh, for some reason, I mean, I every time they say the last one when it comes to the Halloween franchise, I'm like, yeah, it's the next and it's the last one until the next one. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Jamie Lee Curtis, scream queen, queen. Oh, she's a scream empress at this point. But man, yeah, um, that's, I mean, that's a whole different conversation for a whole different episode. It really is, but it's kind of really on point for the fact that it's like so many movies that get a lot of sequels and then some that deserve at least one. And sometimes sometimes you got to wait decades (laughs) to come out for one. And so with that sequel coming out this year, and of course it's pre-cursing movie. (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> um, is uh, like we were ten. We were ten when this movie came out. My golden year. <laughs> um, Sad that I peaked so young. Well, so this one, of course, was about witches, and I was fascinated by magic, anything magic, and for some reason, I was fascinated by evil magic and so wicked witches were like right up my alley yeah i'm i was definitely that stupid kid that had a ouija board and thought it was so much fun (laughs) to like play with the forces of so our kickoff of halloween season movie in honor of its sequel coming out uh, hocus pocus thank you max for that marvelous introduction. Oh, look. Another glorious morning. Makes me sick. Uh oh. Sisters, did you hear what he called you? I put a spell on you. And now you're gone. Listen to them, not. Twist the bones and bend the back. Here to decapitate the mechanistic. Turn him of his baby back. Here to decapitate the mechanistic. Want to be trick or treating? Remember, we'll be younger in the morning. <laughs> yeah, sure, me too. I smell children. Do you think we built up enough suspense? Do you think they'll figure they won't figure it out? I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's just hope so. If we were in, the, we're in the car, or the shower, or wherever um, you're listening to us with you. How did that feel? It's a very odd question to ask someone in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to do it more often. I just missed out on those opportunities. Right. Right. How did you like, did you like that buildup? Um, um, it, yes. it was anticlimactic. I'm... So Hocus Pocus. Aww. Oh, my God. 1993 came out, and it was about three witches that had been hanged at the, uh, in Salem in 1693, um, which just a little bit of a uh, little factoid there is that the Salem witch trials stopped 
uh, happening and they stopped doing the whole like killing them all and stuff like that in 1692. So it's a little inaccurate, but you know, we'll go with it. We'll just do that. Um, and so suspend your disbelief, just a skosh, just uh, a smidge. This just isn't a, just <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert. This is not a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> And spoiler alert, this is, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you covered that. Also, also, this is not a docu-series about a documentary that's not a document. You mean this isn't, this isn't, <laughs> I like, a my, this isn't like a My Favorite Witchcraft Murder <laughs> Witch Trial Murder? Oh, uh, that would be amazing. Um, so, my Favorite Hanging. <laughs> oh my god, you're going to hell. <laughs> oh, I, I bet know. that. I, I bet that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, the weather is a little muggy. So, um, anyway, so it's about the three Sanderson sisters who had been hanged because they were eating children. Nom, um, nom, 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 nom. After Sarah Sanderson, played by Sarah Jessica Parker, would lure them with her song. So that was such a creepy song. Uh, it was. It really it was. was. So pretty, though. But it was you know, so thank pretty. you for bringing back its creepiness just now. <laughs> I listened to a really haunting cover of it by Nick Patera today. Check that out if you get a chance. Um, but um, anyway, so uh, so they lure the children. They eat them usually in the back in the good old times of Salem, Massachusetts, 17th century, um, and. Of course, one of the brothers of the most recent summoned victim has figured this out and has gone out to try and stop them and has turned into a cat and does not save the sister. She, unfortunately, her soul is sucked into the witches to make them younger. Um, but then we get a young Bette Midler, we get a young Sarah Jessica Parker, and a young Kathy Najimy. We're young! <laughs> Younger. But it's a star! <laughs> Who yes. are then hanged. <gasps> and then 300 years later, brought back by. With One them. silly little boy. <laughs> a silly little virgin. A virgin. Say it with me. Virgin. Virgin. When all Hallow's Eve, when the moon is around, a virgin will summon us from under the ground. <laughs> Now, that's another little fun little factoid, is that Disney movie, and they're bringing up virgin very often, and very specific. And he's a virgin. Right, because clearly they're, the message they're trying to put out is that virgins are stupid. Well, but I'm it's just not... I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> this, this is the first time Disney's ever using such a word, like such a taboo type of word in family films brave little virgin who lit the candle i'll be thy friend you know like the 90s really started to bring out a new side of disney i think um I mean, and but a so good side 
but I mean, the, the word virgin really isn't that terrible, but they were trying to use that term in the fact of trying to, I think, really bring that accuracy of innocence. They could have used like a word of like a innocent or something, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's they chose, true. They chose to use this word specifically. And it was very interesting that I kept on finding this all over while I was doing my research. Research. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, so that leads us to the Virgin Boy, Omri Katz. Omri Katz um, loved him. He was such a, he was adorable. He really was. He, I mean, I just really think that this movie was so well cast. Very much so. Although, just to touch on that since we're here now, he wasn't the original choice for Max Dennison. Do you, you know, you know who it I was. do know. And we were just talking about how different the movie would have been. Both movies. It was originally offered to one Mr. Leonardo DiCaprio. Freaking Leo D. Yeah. I like yeah. it's so weird because when I think of it, the re I, when I think of the movie that he decided to choose, which was What's Eating Gilbert Grape, mm -hmm. I I cannot for the life of me think of anyone that could have played Gilbert. It's an interesting thing to think of because, like, it if is. he come and played Max and done that part in Hocus Pocus, and he wouldn't have done Gilbert Grape, where who would have, and then what would have Leo's career been? Because I think Gilbert Grape was a big deal, pivotal moment for Leo's career. Yeah, I agree. Yes. So and then it's like, it's like a, where are they now? But where would they have been if they had shows differently? Yes. But that really doesn't roll off the tongue so much. That's that multiverse me. again. Though. Yes. It always comes back to the multiverse. It is. What if? Uh, but yeah, so I think Omri was really, he, I, I, I mean, he's who played him. He's who did yeah. it. And I'm, and he, I'm glad it was well cast. Well mm -hmm. done. Um, and then enter Thora Birch. Now, I, I believe this was my first seeing of her. She had done something before, I think, uh, with Harrison Ford, which she was kind of an up-and-coming actress. And she played his little sister, who was kind of the fixing point of this um this whole movie now are you thinking of the patriot games yes thank you patriot games she was his yep. daughter in that right yep yes thank you for looking that up um because i think i'm like i have this information or it? yeah so she played uh danny Dennison, mm -hmm. and you know so she was you know, the little annoying sister to the big brother max who is trying to be the teenager fitting in in the new town um, right he, she i love halloween 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 <laughs> yeah, she was my she's my spirit animal <laughs> really? yeah i know you know she's she's just she's the sweetest little innocent kid um but she's also then, kind of a badass yeah and she's kind of i mean she is kind of a brat let's just let's, let's talk about the okay. fact that when, when they're out trick-or-treating this is not too long after max had had to deal with um jay and ice <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, then so then they have to see them again while they're trick-or-treating and little miss danny don't give no shits 
Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Stop and pay the toll, kid. Yeah, Ten yeah. chocolate bars, no licorice. Dump out your sack. Dropped it. More. Whoa. Yo, work. How'd you like to be hung off that telephone pole? Yeah. <laughs> I'd just like to see you try. Because it just so happens I've got my big brother with me. Um, she, she can just walk right uh, past them when they're going to be trying to steal all the candy. Um, Screw you guys. <laughs> and she's just going to look at the, the, them and be like, uh, my brother will take care of you. And then they will look at her brother and be like, uh, no, he won't. We have his shoes. <laughs> right? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> that was one of the best parts of the movie. It's like rude. He's <laughs> like, check out the new cross trainers. Oh my god, I hate bullies. Bullies are jerks. Oh, but they were such good bullies. I mean, like they were those stereotypical nineties bullies. Well, yeah, like, they were like they're bullies like the O'Doyles in the in like the <laughs> Adam Sandler franchise. O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, so, uh, but so she kind of, uh, is the main little kid of this. And then, of course, you have Vanessa Shaw, who is Allison, who is Max's crush. There's mm. always a girl. I couldn't wear anything like that because I don't have any, what do you call them, Max? Yabos? <laughs> Max likes her yabos. In fact, he loves them. And she's oh yeah, she's, she's so purty. She's a purty little Southern Belle. No wait, this is Salem, Massachusetts. She's not Southern Belle. <laughs> no, she's an East Coast Belle. Yeah, but either way, she's like, but she's very like um, stationed, well stationed. Like oh yes, she, proper. Uh, yeah, and she her family is pretty well to do. Um, mm. And they end up, all three of them meet up together and they're like, we're going to go to the Sanderson house and we're going to blah, blah, blah. Right. They go, uh, the boy virgin who has to admit this now in front of uh, uh, Allison, who Allison clearly admits that she couldn't light the black wing candle if she, even if she wanted to. <laughs> right? Like, uh... There's like a whole like vibe when they're talking about it in the movie. <laughs> so, yeah. So then, um, so then Max lights it up with one of the Zippos he randomly finds in this uh, old um, ass house, old ass museum, which apparently, museum, yeah, which by scientific things, apparently that the um, the fluid in those Zippos mm-hmm. would have like probably like evaporated, evaporated out. Yeah. All right. Um, so, not according to Hollywood. Yeah. So, of course, we talked about Ernie Ice um, and Jay Bullies. I'm Jay. This is Ernie. How many times I gotta tell you? My name ain't Ernie no more. It's Ice. Ice. This is Ice. They were really fun. They were played by Larry Bagby and Tobias Jelinek. I think they were, they, we got to see a little bit about them when they did the anniversary a few years ago. Um, now let's talk a little bit about Thackeray Bing. Thackeray Bing, still alive and waiting for you. Oh. I love the name Thackeray, by the way. I just think it's, it's like, I, you know, I, 
<sighs> it just sounds like it sounds like Zachary with a lisp. That's the, that's the fun thing is like now if somebody was to try and bring that thing, bring Zachary back, people would think it was because of the movie or they're just True. trying to be um, like uh, bougie about their name. Or right. Something. Well, it is. I mean, and it is timely. That name is very appropriate for the times. I mean, very much so. mm-hmm. if you look at, you know. But still, the name Thackeray Banks is just amazing. Right. Um, it should so be quite, a band. So he's the boy from uh, the beginning of the movie that is trying to save his sister that gets turned into a cat. Um, now, of course, Sean Murray is the actor that plays Thackeray right at the beginning of the movie and all that's in his human form. But for the whole movie, we do not hear that actor's voice. And that's because the actor, even admittedly, is not good with accents. So, but they liked his look, so they kept him, and they just brought in um, a voice actor by the name of Jason Marsden to do the voice. So the voice we hear for the cat is Jason Marsden, um, who later on you later hear as uh, Max Goof in a Goofy movie, and his his career would kick off into a lot of different teen shows, like Boy Meets World. I just had an explosion in my brain. Shut up. I love that. Like I, uh, so I couldn't remember what he looked like, so I quickly looked him up. Jason. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Sean. Murray. Oh, okay. He plays McGee on NCIS. NCIS. Yeah. That's yes. literally my favorite character. Yep, and that he's very well known for it. Like that was. Oh, I love him. him. Yeah, yeah. I love that character. Yeah. So last little um, actor credit here. Um, well, there's a couple more I wanted to just point out before we move on because I've taken up a lot of time on this one. Um, but I think I double did it. Uh, Doug Jones, who played William Billy Butcherson, the zombie in the movie. Uh, <laughs> I love him. What's not to love? Oh, he's just so fantastic. And the firefly from hell. I'm going to Buffy. Was he in Buffy? Hashtag Buffy. Yeah, he plays one of the um oh my god. One of the guy one of the characters in um in the silent episode. The 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 gentleman. Yes, thank you. Yeah, he's one of the he's the main gentleman. And he's also in um Pan's Labyrinth. He is the character that has the eyeballs in his hands. Yes. Yes. He was also, I think, in the original Hellboy movies as um, Abe Sapien. Yes. Um, yep. And he's currently in Star Star Trek Discovery. Um, and I had that information here and I don't know where it went because I'm not... Yeah. Uh, I did a little research a while ago. Not a ton, but um, just out of curiosity on Doug Jones. That's the only reason I know... Yeah, because he would be in a lot of things you probably would, yes. He's um, a very crazy good method actor, like character actor. Um, I'm trying to think. He, yeah, I believe he and uh, the three witches are the only ones to be returning um, to the sequel that are named. Uh, but yeah, he plays Captain Saru in star trek discovery which i think is a he's a fantastic character and i really really love yeah i really like him in in star trek you have you seen discovery yeah not all of it but i have seen it yes you've seen him on it yeah yes okay 
So then two other little casting notes that just are very, they're very cameoed in the moment, but it's the fact that Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall are in it for just a scene. And that is when Gary Marshall is the devil and Penny Marshall is plays his wife. Um, and they just have that fun little interaction with the Sanderson sisters for just like that short period of time in the movie. It's great. And what's really just funny is it always confused me until I did all this research, but Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall, I always knew that they were both Marshalls and I couldn't remember, but yeah, they're brother and sister and they were playing husband and wife. So it was just really funny. That's not weird at all. No, but yet we still allowed it because it's good thing. It's not a documentary, right? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, when do you, what's your first memory of seeing a movie? You know, to be honest, I don't have a specific memory of the first time I saw it. It's like, it's just in me. It's just in you. Like, I just feel like, (laughs) I know that it's, it sounds a lot weirder than it, it is, but it's probably weird. Like, I can't think of a time where I haven't seen it. I get it. Like, I know I didn't, I know I didn't see it in theaters, but I've always been, um, one to you know go with a scary movie even though i were disney you know i was a huge disney person still am right. well i don't right. know what was but i just i re- i know that i've seen it i saw it when it came i did see it when it came out i just don't recall the exact moment because my brain doesn't work like yours mm-hmm. um but like i said i just i can't think of a time in my life where i hadn't seen it i i like that answer because for us, I mean, there was only 10 years of our lives that it didn't exist. Right, so, right. And those 10, those 10 years were pretty minimal in my memories anyway. Like, there's not many memories before. Like, yeah, I remember Little Mermaid when that came. I was great. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's um, my jam. And Jurassic but, Park. But I think Jurassic Park was around the same time. Yes, and, it was the, yeah, it was either that year or the year after. I'd have to double check, but. But so I remember seeing the trailers for Hocus Pocus back in the day because, like, we watched so many movies. So we were always seeing commercials for and trailers for things. And I just remember this specific one. And it was just so amazing. I'm like, oh my God. Like, these three fantastically amazing women are going to be like featured in this movie and they're witches. Oh my God. <laughs> what and this is like i was 10 years old nine, ten years old and i'm like just like why is this my life and why is it like not forever i don't know how like that everything about my life was just coming to a amazing like right this was like a pivotal moment in your life <laughs> because this is one of those first interactions with especially a at the where I am to know now in my adult years, but at the time did not know I was falling in love with a gay icon. I want to tell you! Bette Midler. Oh, that's true. You know, didn't even realize that. Um, okay, I just knew that Bette Midler, like her playing this role, I'm like, this woman is my life right now. <laughs> like, I, I wanted to be Winifred Sanderson. The rest of my life that's all i want oh i love it her like her buck teeth oh my god it just kills me <laughs> it's the hair for me mm-hmm. uh, but um 
and so I just and so I remember like it can't, here's the funny little note that people don't know or don't always remember is that the movie didn't come out at Halloween it came out in July of 1993 it's so weird which means it came to VHS 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 be when kind it, rewind so we had to go rent it from the video rental store when it came out and in my small town like uh, they like got like one copy and like the whole town wanted to get this copy so it was quite an adventure sometimes um but uh i remember uh, my family and i sitting down and watching this and it was such a i loved every minute of it however i was 10 years old went to bed after that movie and for a while had complete night terrors that I was going to be kidnapped by three witches and they would suck my soul to stay eternally young. So. Wow. That I, really hit different for you, huh? It sure did. It most certainly did. Most wow. See, now I feel like maybe it didn't hit different like that for me because when I was around the same age, my cousin who was much older than me, sat me down and let me watch the exorcist girl yeah i had seen seen child's play and friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street before i'd seen this um the most terrifying things for me around these times in my life were the liquid metal terminator guy in terminator 2 oh my god t1000 and winifred sanderson like those were the most terrifying things to me i'm like freaking chucky i'll just drop kick him uh you know freaking witch it's gonna like pull me up on a broom or liquid metal it's gonna just like right whatever a beautiful siren that's gonna seduce you and eat your soul (laughs) i guess when you put it that way yeah freaking chucky's got nothing on me and i'll just stay awake and battle the witch and and freddy can't can't even get me right just (laughs) takes just take some hypnosil (laughs) oh my god once we get there Uh, we'll get there but yeah so the movie really i mean it was it actually started out as a flop like the movie was not successful that year mm-hmm. uh, they did not expect to recoup they did not expect the movie to become such an iconic um success that it did um and it wasn't until i think a few years later when like the family channel and everything decided to make uh the 13 nights of halloween oh i love that and hocus pocus was pretty much the central movie yeah with i think a nightmare before christmas um they were pretty much the standards for um the halloween movies i smell winnie i smell i smell squad squad yeah it's a bottom dweller you cook it sometimes with lovely breadcrumbs a little bit of margarine or oil i'll oil it you have to cook it three hundred Oh, this is a good one here. So, um, the references are so anachronistic. Um, so, like, here's the big thing. So, as, as like, the witches are searching around, you know, for Max and all the people, uh, like, Mary gets Winnie all riled up by noticing, uh, you know, there's a particular order. And so, like, Mary goes, I smell. Because normally she's like, I smell children. Yep. She has the power to smell. But she's, like, so, like, last she's like, I smell. I, I smell scrod scrod and Winifred's like what what are you well scrod it's it's bottom dweller you know and you, you cook it and sometimes with some lovely breadcrumbs and a little bit of margarine from my mama 
<laughs> like, so besides Winnie's annoyance that Mary wasn't following her nose to children, the scene should have caused some of raised eyebrows for another reason. Margarine was not invented until the 19th century, long after the Sanderson sisters were last alive. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's also the conveniently anachronistic element of Winifred performing I Put a Spell on You at the drop of a hat when the song was not released until the 1950s after her death in 1693. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's where I go on this. And you tell me your thoughts on this afterwards. But I kind of like the idea that suspend your disbelief for one. I mean, it's a movie and they're throwing in references and they can't consistently, like these witches have to somehow acclimate to a modern world. Like, right. blah, blah, blah. So in my thought, I'm just like, oh, well, it's magic. Maybe uh, the longer they're back in the world, 300, later, they're like some, 300 years later, like they're absorbing all this, like, oh, they get it. They figure it out. Like, boom, boom. They're, they're adapting. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how I translate it in my mind so I can suspend my disbelief and stop asking all these stupid questions to, st- mm-hmm. to have to ruin all these movies because I'm so tired of people always having to be like, oh my God, that would never happen. Oh my God. Right. That's why it's like, that's why I said people, it is not a documentary. It is a Disney movie. Right. So they're just, it's, it, it, okay my brain just shorted out because i think it's i think it's so silly that people take fictional movies like this right and pick them apart mm-hmm. it's not it, this this movie isn't it wasn't created to change your life it was created to entertain you and make you happy and make you laugh and make you love halloween well then, okay. So we're in the section here, like Paul, like is our belief really dis- uh, suspended, or is it sloppy writing? Okay, so like that's when we talk about some of these fun facts that I got here. Just kind of like, what can we decide? Um, so later on in the film, Winifred quotes Max and the movie title when she exclaims, "It's all just a bunch of hocus pocus." which Max had said while lighting the black flame candle, which Winifred was still dead at that time. And as she didn't know who lit the candle, it was unlikely she could have heard him because she makes a big reference when they first come back in the movie. Like she's like, but who lit the black flame candle? Um, So it's not like she could have, like she had any foresight, right? So then how would have she been able to know that he, to requote his phrase which can bring us back to that same suspend your disbelief and be like okay she somehow got it all absorbed and now she knows this she's able to read your mind or something she's a witch for freaking a this is a movie and she's a wet magic thing See, or, sorry go go ahead or did or did the writers did the writers even care about that far ahead or were they just trying to put in little jokes here and that Midler was delivering so well that it was like, she's so funny. Why do you even think about it? And somebody actually had to sit there and take the time to be like, mm, but, mm. you know, I think maybe a little bit of both. Okay. I still stand by my statement that it's a movie that was meant to entertain us. Right. And every movie has plot holes. Every movie has questions that are unanswered. Every, I don't care what movie it is. I don't care how well it's done. There is a plot hole in every single movie. Right. This one just happens to be a live action Disney movie. 
And I feel like this type of movie gets picked apart more than, say, an animated Disney movie because, duh, cartoon. Um, So I guess for me, like, it's all just a bunch of hocus pocus. It's like, maybe that's... How was I going to say this? Maybe him saying that but it's like Jumanji, you know, <laughs> like the I words, think. like the words have power. Yes. And maybe it's not because she could read his mind or because it was forethought or, you know, whatever. Maybe it's just that that phrase, the words have power or it's just a movie. Thank you. I mean, all of those are, <laughs> all of those are valid ways to walk away from with that. Um, belief on that and mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think much debate has to happen i think it's just always one of those interesting little things like why did somebody have to nick nitpick and tear that apart so much right why do you have to steal why be a joy stealer oh bet midler kathy najimi sarah jessica parker are coming back to play these iconic witches the first trio of witches i fell in love with in the 90s um later would be Sabrina and her aunts <laughs> in yes. Summer Teenage yes. Witch. And then following that would be the Charmed Ones. Mm-hmm. The trio of witches always seem to be pretty popular. Yeah, it makes sense, though. The trifecta. The trifecta. Three like, points. The power of three. They're dangerous in threes. Yeah. Some of us are dangerous in ones. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> But yeah, so we've got, so this is just the kickoff. I hope you really enjoyed what we had to talk about with Hocus Pocus. Uh, We could have gone forever on this, but then you would have been listening to this episode forever. And who wants to do that? Right. so um look up some more fun factoids about the show uh on those sites I gave you. Uh check out some other areas. Uh there's some great things coming out for this whole movie we're excited the movie comes out september 30th um but that won't stop us we will be back to record and do another episode about halloween or hocus pocus 2 but we've got the rest of october to fill up too so we've got other scary things and since my co-producer and bestie over here is like the queen of the scare movie we're going to let her take some of the wheel from me a little bit. Gonna- Jesus, take the wheel. Just okay. kidding. You're going to need to when we start talking about Right. <laughs> Stick around for the month of October and let's grow up with Halloween. Um, and yes, queen. Yes. Uh, Lisa, you got anything else to add? Keep coming back. Spooky season's going to be amazing. Uh, as are all of our episodes, but maybe I'm putting a little extra plug in for me. But yeah, stay tuned. Things are just going to get bigger and better, and we're going to have a few guests on for spooky season. And um, I promise it'll be worth your time. Wherever you listen, listen twice. And tell your friends. And tell them to tell them their friends. And if not, we will find. I have the witch's spell book now. Right. So. <laughs> the, <laughs> listeners, beware. Aaron's feeling witchy. Um, other than that, you know, we will. 
be back. We'll talk to you some more. And until then, we'll talk to you later. Bye. I put a on you. <laughs>